Hello, and welcome to the RamGad Pod, the Realtors Association of Maui Government Affairs Director podcast. I am your host, Jason Economou, and this is my podcast. As we are living in very strange times, we are all in a weird position today. I feel like my personal and professional life has turned into preparing for a future that may be canceled at any minute. We are all sitting in this odd position where it simultaneously feels kind of like the world is ending and kind of like we're school children stuck inside at recess on a rainy day. Since things feel so uncertain right now, the best I can do to cope is to show up and keep doing what I can do while I can do it. Now, as we progress through these odd times, I've decided that I will be trying to put out some some fireside chats, you know, shorter update episodes where I can uh, I can do these a little more frequently than interviews and and it doesn't require me to meet face to face with people and it gives me an opportunity to share whatever information or insights I have. You know, the main hope is that I can try and provide some clarity on what's going on right now with the platform that I have, but I also figure I can use this podcast to help me cope with my own feelings of anxiety. And uh, maybe this will even serve as a bit of a, a time capsule to document just how strange everything is right now. So let me let me just roll into to my first Ram Gad fireside chat. the The top story and main story I want to get to is COVID nineteen. Clearly, the federal government is rushing some emergency legislation through, and the National Association of Realtors has put together a good synopsis of what realtors need to know regarding this information. So let me go ahead and just sort of read this to you. The article can be found under the political advocacy section of the nar.realtor website. I'll also provide a link in the show notes for this episode. Um, and, and let me just kick it off. Uh, This article was published March 14th, 2020, and the title is Coronavirus Emergency Legislation, What Realtors Need to Know. Congress is speeding toward passage of emergency coronavirus legislation. The bill passed by a wide margin early Saturday in the House and is headed to the Senate this week, where it is expected to pass easily. Last week, NAR's advocacy team urged congressional leaders to include support for self-employed professionals and other small business owners in this bill. We are pleased robust measures targeting these groups were included. We expect few, if any, changes to the bill in the Senate, so here is where the measure stands now. Regarding family medical leave expansion, the bill would allow up to 12 weeks of certain virus-related family medical leave through the end of 2020. Uh, covers employees at businesses with between 50 and 500 employees, provides a refundable tax credit for eligible self-employed individuals equal to their qualified family leave equivalent, provides employers with a refundable tax credit equal to certain family leave wages paid to employees. Regarding paid sick leave expansion, the bill would allow two weeks of certain virus-related paid sick leave through the end of 2020, covers employees at businesses with fewer than 500 employees, provides a refundable tax credit for eligible self-employed individuals equal to their qualified sick leave equivalent, and provides employers with a refundable tax credit equal to certain paid sick leave wages paid to employees. 
regarding Medicare, Medicaid, health insurance, and unemployment changes. The bill requires insurers, Medicare, Medicaid, and other federal health programs to fully cover testing and related services for COVID-19 without cost sharing, increases funding to Medicaid to help cover uninsured populations, provides additional funds for certain programs aiding elderly Americans, increases funding for emergency transfers to state unemployment programs, and increased flexibility for states to modify unemployment policies based on effects of COVID-19, such as waived work search requirements. And about the tax credits. Refundable tax credits are considered especially generous since any amount above taxes due is paid in the form of a refund. The payroll tax credit provided to employers will provide cash to them relatively quickly as it is creditable against their portion of an employee's Social Security tax liability, which is generally due monthly or semi-weekly. And since most self-employed persons are required to pay quarterly estimated tax payments, they will not have to wait until the end of the tax year to see the cash. A final note. Many of the tax credits and benefits mentioned above have limits and or qualifications, so we encourage you to explore NAR's comprehensive briefing document for more details. This bill mainly addresses employment issues. NAR's advocacy team expects legislation targeting the overall economy to come later. Small business owners and the self-employed are crucial to the growth and sustainability of the national economy and also face disproportionate burdens if they are forced to shut down temporarily lose employees or see their customer base drop. They deserve equal access to emergency funding and programs, and we will continue to engage with Congress as this public health emergency unfolds. So I'll post the link to that article, uh, but that gives you a basic sense of where the federal government is with rushing some emergency legislation through. Now, along similar lines, because I usually tell you about community meetings you might want to go to, I want to draw your attention to community events that have been canceled or postponed. Now, for RAM, we have postponed all classes and events scheduled from March 16th through April 10th until further notice. We will reassess and provide an update on RAM events on March 27th. Uh, but for the time being, committee meetings will be held via teleconference or video conference. Uh, along similar lines, South Maui and Upcountry Caravan meetings are canceled from March 17th through April 10th as well. In addition to the RAM events, I want to let you know the Maui News has compiled a list that they will be updating on a daily basis. And uh, for now, I'll just touch on, on some of the, the main things that the, the Maui News put out in their list today. So as far as facility closures, March 13th through April 13th, county fields, pools, gyms, parks, and public restrooms are closed. March 16th through April 16th, county community centers closed. Sports. As of March 16th, Hawaii High School Athletic Association suspended Maui Interscholastic League competition starting today until further notice. As far as recurring events, as of March 13th, all county-sponsored Friday town parties, including Wailuku First Fridays, Lahaina Second Fridays, Makawao Third Fridays, Kihei Fourth Fridays, and Lanai Fifth Fridays, have been canceled until further notice. As of March 14th, all Hawaii Wing Civil Air Patrol meetings that are not mission essential are suspended until May 11th. Uh, 
As of March 16th, Hawaii State Public Library System said all programs and events will be canceled. All external meetings scheduled in library meeting rooms will be canceled or rescheduled. And all bookmobile services will be suspended starting today until further notice. Uh, just as a side note regarding the library, I have an e-reader, I have a Kindle Fire, and the online app still works. I'm still a huge fan of the public library system, so if you, um, if you have an e-reader, I, I highly recommend you check out the OverDrive app and the uh, Hawaii Public Library app. All right, back to closures and cancellations. As of March 21st, the weekly Maui swap meet on Saturday morning at UH Maui College will be closed. Um, regarding one-time events, March 16th, HANA Advisory Committee meeting at Helena Hall today will be canceled. March 17th, the Kikei Community Association's General Membership Meeting, um, that's been canceled. March 17th, let's see, Monica Cruzos organ concert canceled. March 18th, mayor's in-person meeting on COVID-19 planned for Wednesday on Molokai has been canceled. Live stream will be held at 2 p.m. on Wednesday instead. March 18th, Friends of Yukile Sugimura campaign event planned for Wednesday at UH Maui College in the dining room is postponed. March 18th, Maui County Farm Bureau general membership meeting is rescheduled to April 15th. March 18th through 19th, Hawaii Energy Conference scheduled for Wednesday and Thursday at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center is postponed. March 19th, Mayor's in-person meeting on COVID-19 planned for Thursday on Lanai has been canceled. Live stream will be held at 2 p.m. on Thursday instead. Um, Kahului Hangwanji Spring Bazaar on Saturday is postponed. Uh, March 28th, Maui Preparatory Academy Grand Opening postponed. Man, it just seems like pretty much everything is um, is being postponed or canceled. April 3rd, the county's fair housing training on, on April 3rd at UH Maui College is postponed. Let's see, what else? Anything? Um, April 30th, my birthday, the Maui Police Department's 2020 D.A.R.E. rally is suspended. Maui Matsuri canceled its 20th annual event scheduled at undetermined date in May. Yeah, so a lot of things. A lot of things are being canceled or postponed. You can go ahead and check out that list over at the Maui News website. Um, they said they're going to be updating it daily. You know, as, as it relates to COVID-19, I have some advice. So my understanding is that this virus can stay on surfaces from a matter of hours to days, depending on the surface. For instance, plastic surfaces in colder settings are more likely to hold the virus for a longer period of time, you know, a day or two. Whereas maybe on a metal surface in a hotter setting, it'll only hold the virus for an hour or two. Uh, with that in mind, do not touch your face with unwashed hands. Similarly, according to a study posted online from scientists at Princeton University, the University of California, Los Angeles, and the National Institute of Health, quote, airborne transmission is plausible. The virus could remain airborne for up to three hours post aerosolization. So this study has not been peer reviewed, but out of an abundance of caution, please, 
please practice social distancing. Do not gather in groups. Please try and maintain a distance from people that you are interacting with. The current guidance is a minimum of six feet from individuals is a good distance to keep. So the conventional wisdom is still that you need to uh, touch a contaminated secretion to become infected or be within six feet of a, six per, uh, of a sick person who's coughing or sneezing. That's the, the aerosolization. Um, I would recommend that you just stay away from unnecessary travel, stay away from unnecessary crowds. Definitely avoid contact with older folks or folks who might have secondary health issues. Um, you know, folks who are smokers, people who are obese, who, who might have um, lung issues. Just stay away from, from folks where you can. Um, especially the folks who are, are older, they are more susceptible to um, really detrimental cases. You know, earlier on, people thought that I was, I was being a little alarmist with my concern over this coronavirus, and, um, and I understand why. You know, even now, as this thing isn't necessarily harming those who are immediately close to us, it's hard to believe that, that all of this, this precaution is worthwhile. It's hard to believe that, that all of this social distancing is necessary, that canceling all these sporting events is necessary. You know, the, the raw number, as far as folks who um, die from the flu every year, it, it's generally higher than this. So, so I understand why everybody's like, why are we freaking out? There's nothing to freak out about. But the big difference is this thing can infect people and go unnoticed for up to two weeks. I think the median is five days where, where it seems as though um, people might not be showing symptoms for, for about five days. And then on average, they, they tend to show symptoms at around that five-day mark. But it's as long as two weeks. And, you know, the flu doesn't necessarily work like that. Um, I've seen other folks say, well, why are we freaking out about this? We, we handled Ebola. The thing about Ebola is, yeah, Ebola is more contagious. Uh, Marburg's is more contagious. But, but those are things that you see, that, that you notice when people are infected. This, you can be infected and interacting with people and spreading the virus for, you know, up to weeks without knowing it. And it is so frustrating to see so many people making comments like, oh, well, it has a 97% survival rate and it's only old people who are dying and, and I'm young and healthy, I'll be fine. Just cut that crap out. That, that attitude doesn't take into account that, that we have a lot of, of really vulnerable folks who are susceptible to this. You know, some of the most important people in our society are not young people. They're older folks. They're, you know, look at, at who we have running our country. It's, it's a lot of folks in their 60s and 70s. Those are, are important people who are susceptible to this virus. And, um, you know, even if you don't care about, about people who are in charge and making decisions, um, your family, you know, my family, for, for the sake of my older relatives that I may come into contact with, Please, if you're not feeling well or if you think you might have been exposed, 
don't come into contact with me because I don't, I don't want to transmit that to people that I care about. I don't care if you don't care about those people. I care about those people. So what we all need to do is exercise an abundance of caution right now. You know, it's hard to tell people, don't go to the gym, don't go to church, don't go to, to the things that you enjoy doing. I, I had this conversation with my parents just this weekend. My mother is currently not feeling very well, so she is self-quarantining. Um, but, but before that, she was telling me, oh, you know, it's, it's, I'm not too worried. I, I'm still going to go to the gym because I got to stay healthy and I'm, I'm still going to go volunteer at the old age home where she volunteers. And, and I said, Ma, that, that's not a great idea. And, um, and she was really not, not listening to me and insistent that she should continue with, with life as usual. And what I said to her was, listen, why don't you just give me one week? Don't go to church and don't volunteer and don't go to the gym for one week. If, if you just listen to me for one week until we know more, it's not going to kill you. But if you don't listen to me, while we're in this position where we really don't know anything, it could potentially be threatening to your life. So feel free to take that same line of argument if you have friends or, or family members that aren't heeding caution. You know, the argument really is, I'm not asking you to change your life indefinitely, at least not right now. But what I am asking is to exercise an abundance of caution for, for a week until we know more. So, so that same advice goes to everybody else. Just commit to one week at a time. And if you still think this is some big hoax after a week, well, then you can reassess. But for now, just commit to one week where you're, you're practicing outstanding hygiene, you know, washing your hands, not touching random service surfaces, not touching your face, um, you know, Take one week where you're not going to the gym, you're not going out, you're not gathering in groups, you know, just one week, and then we'll know where we stand. A lot of folks keep on pointing to the numbers that are being provided, saying, you know, oh, well, Hawaii only has seven cases now. So, you know, other places have it way worse. Hawaii's only got seven cases. It's not that bad here. The truth is... We have no idea how many cases Hawaii actually has. We have no idea how many cases the United States actually has. You know, if you never test for a virus, then your confirmed cases will always stay low. Uh, just at the press conference last week, I think Mayor Victorino even said, we don't have test kits on Maui. I don't know if that's changed in the last few days, but uh, last I checked, we don't have a lot of test kits out there. And a lot of people haven't been tested. So even though right now we know that we only have something like seven confirmed cases, it's a real safe bet that there's more than that. So please remain thoughtful and vigilant in your actions and try and keep as many people safe as possible. Now, as far as council meetings, um, you know, I, I'm under the impression that the county council will continue with business as usual for the time being, but that could change at any minute. Um, 
you know, let me give you let me give you a couple of updates on on issues that I was tracking last week, just so everybody's aware of what's going on. So, regarding what's going on at the state level, there was one bill that I got a lot of questions about last week, and that was Senate Bill three one one zero which would have prohibited non-residential aliens and foreign businesses from acquiring some residential properties in Hawaii. Now, I want everybody to know, here's some good news. Senate Bill 3110, when it crossed over to the House of Representatives, it missed an important internal deadline for committee hearings. So it passed the Senate, it crossed over to the House. The House of Representatives referred it to three different committees, and those committees had to have, the first committee had to have its first hearing on any bills that had triple referrals like that by the 12th, March 12th. And regarding Senate Bill 3110, they failed to schedule a committee hearing by that deadline. So it looks like that bill that would have restricted non-residential aliens and, and foreign businesses from, from buying residential properties in Hawaii, it looks like that's dead. Now, I will let you know if that gets resurrected through the magic of gut and replace. But um, for now, you don't have to worry about Senate Bill 3110. Another uh, item that I told you all about last week was at the county level, and that was County Communication 20-194. That was to refer a bill to the Maui and Lanai planning commissions that would essentially cut the caps on short-term rental homes to the number that currently exists uh, of permit holders. So that would cut it in half. Now, this one is kind of annoying because at the press conference on Thursday and in follow-up phone calls, uh, Council Chair Alice Lee had said that the council would not be waiving any of its rules to move along anything that's not time sensitive. Um, and because of that, uh, the folks over at the Maui Vacation Rental Association, they called off a lot of people that would have been testifying regarding county communication 20-194. And, um, you know, I personally wasn't even planning on showing up to the council meeting because that was the item I was going to testify on. And they had said that uh, they weren't going to waive council rules and that everything was going to, you know, go according to the way it really should. Instead of doing that, the council decided that they were going to skip the committee referral and send it to the Maui and Lanai planning commissions instead. So yes, uh, county communication 20-194 that had draft legislation attached to it. I believe the planning commission is probably scheduled to hear that mid-April, um, this plan to lower the caps. I'm not sure how it's going to go um, I will keep you updated on ways that you can provide your testimony and input to the planning commission when that becomes an option. I really don't know if, if they're going to continue with their, their regular meeting schedule or not. Everything is still kind of up in the air. Um, yeah, the economy is, is going nuts right now. I got no real forecasts for you. I, I don't really... Um, I'm working on getting a good sense of 
of potential economic projections. But the truth is, this thing has really thrown everybody's notion of what is possible or likely out the window. You know, two weeks ago, I didn't really think it was it was possible that um, that major festivals and sporting events would be canceled. I didn't think that um, that major cities were going to go on lockdown, not just in the United States but around the world. I just I didn't I didn't see any of it. Um, so. So it's hard for me to, to tell you what's going to happen next, but I'll be here and um, hopefully I can take a, a less dour tone in future fireside chats. I hope you found this helpful. If there's anything going on that, that you guys want me to talk about, if there's any questions or concerns, as always, feel free to email me at Jason. J-A-S-O-N at R-A-Maui.com. Uh, I encourage you all to, to not trust rumors that you're seeing on Facebook. Instead, go to the CDC's website. Uh, you can sign up for uh, news updates with the CDC. You can sign up for, for daily news updates from the state regarding COVID-19 specifically online. Um, I'll put together a link uh, or a set of links for, for everybody and we'll get that out in Thursday things for the RAM members and I'll also try and include it in the show notes for this episode. For now, everybody stay safe and thank you for listening and um, you'll hear from me again soon. Take care. Bye.